Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Oh, wow. We are on episode 25 today. So I feel like we should do something special because it's 25. Um, Just feels like a cool number. You know what I mean? I don't know if it really is, but to me, it feels cool. You're like, it's a quarter of a century. When I turned 25, everyone in my life was like, it's you're a quarter of a century old. How does it feel? (laughs) So we're going to do that today. As a celebration for 25, we are celebrating the very foundation of my life coaching. So to take you back, I was trained at a life coach school. And after studying a couple of people that uh, do coaching and stuff like that, I'm reading a book right now by a woman named Byron Katie. And she's not really a life coach. She's more of a spiritual teacher, but she gets back to your thinking. And then I've also read books by Eckhart Tolle and Joe Dispenza and Stephen Pressfield and a couple other people who all talk about how your thoughts are pretty much the basis of everything you create in your life. So we're talking about that today. And I know I've talked about it before, like the difference between circumstances and thoughts and facts and thoughts, whatever you want to call them. But it's really important to understand that your thoughts really do create your reality. Like every single thought you have in your mind is optional. And when I say that, people are like, no, your thoughts aren't optional. You don't have complete control of your thinking. Like I agree with you. You actually don't. So your mind is always going to have random thoughts coming in. And I think Byron Katie, she says that you don't think your mind thinks you or something like that, something philosophical that's deep. But pretty much I think what she means by that is that you just always have thoughts coming in. You don't know where they come from, but your power isn't in choosing every single thought that comes into your mind. It's in choosing which ones you want to believe and deliberately thinking thoughts that you want to believe. That's where your power is. So you're always going to have thoughts. And I think Brooke Castillo calls them drive-by thoughts where they just kind of like fly by your mind. But the power you have in your life that creates your emotions. Remember your thoughts create your emotions. All the power is in choosing which ones you want to pay attention to and which ones you want to believe. And I think Jen Sincero, there's another thought lady. She says, uh, what you focus on, you create more of. So again, even if you have thoughts coming in that you don't want to focus on, you just don't have to focus on those. You focus on the ones that you do want to create. And that's the whole work of life coaching really at its core is choosing deliberately what thoughts you want. And it's really important. If you have not listened to episode, I believe it's episode 21. It is facts don't hurt or facts can't hurt, whatever it's right around there. It's like 2021 facts can't hurt. Um, And that's the episode I talk about the difference between facts and story, right? Or facts and thoughts, whatever you want to call them, thoughts, story. I use the words interchangeably. And you want to get that episode before you do this one. But if you're ready for it today, we're going to talk about just some thoughts that people have that literally create the results in their life. And they don't even realize that they're thoughts that are optional, that we can choose if we want to believe or not. That's what I mean by optional. And it's everything. All right. So let's start off. These thoughts, they create your feelings, which lead to your actions and then create your results. And remember on the model that the circumstances come before thoughts on the model, right? Circumstances lead to thoughts, which didn't create your feelings. So what that means is that your circumstances don't matter. They really don't. Not, not in terms of creating your results anyhow. It's what we decide to think about them that do. 
So that's why it's so important. So let me start with one. I just finished my stop vaping course. If anybody actually is vaping that listens to this podcast and they'd like to stop, uh, you can find it on the link in my bio and it's in uh, Teachable. It's 12 bucks and it will teach you all about your thoughts and your emotions and how to get to the root of the issue of vaping, which is obviously your thoughts and emotions because that's the root of everything. And it's going to teach you how to quit for good. Um, without having like suffering going on, additional suffering that, that isn't the drug addiction related suffering. But one of the thoughts that people think about vaping that keeps them vaping unconsciously is that vaping helps with anxiety. And a lot of people just think that's a fact. Remember, don't mix up your circumstances and your thoughts because that's when you run into trouble. Remember that facts you cannot control, but thoughts you can because they're optional and you can choose whether you do want to believe them or not. So when you have an unquestioned thought like vaping helps with anxiety, what ends up happening is you use vapes whenever you feel anxious and you justify it because you think that thought and you believe it. But I want to offer, let's just dissect this one so that you guys can do this in your own life too. This is self-coaching, by the way, is identifying your own thoughts that are creating results and then seeing if you want to keep them or not. That's what self-coaching is. But let's do an example together so you can kind of get the hang of it. So let's say... I'm, I'm going to do this one also without the model because I don't want to use the model in case you're not trained in it or you don't want to use it. You can just do this without the model. Very logical. So let's say you have a belief. It's just a thought you have over and over that you believe. It's a belief that vaping helps with anxiety. Well, let's imagine that you are anxious and you happen to have a vape. Well, of course you're going to use it. All right. So let's do another scenario. Let's say that your brother vapes in the household and you don't believe that vaping helps with anxiety and you're anxious, well, guess what? You're not going to use it even if there's a vape present because your circumstances don't matter. It's just what you believe is what you do, right? You are what you believe. So let's look at this too. I want to debunk this belief so that you guys can practice doing this with your own beliefs. So vaping is an addictive, right? It creates anxiety because drug addiction creates anxiety when you don't have the drug. That's the whole entire addiction. That's what addiction is, right? Your body becomes dependent on something and when it doesn't have it, it creates physical anxiety. So it creates drug-related anxiety. So when you are anxious and you use a vape, it only helps with the anxiety that's been caused by the drug addiction. Remember the difference from uh, feeling your emotions and numbing them? So when you numb over an emotion, what you're doing is using an external thing, like nicotine, for example, to literally like throw a blanket over the emotion. So imagine that you have anxiety and it's like in your brain and it looks like this little like green monster, right? When you use nicotine, it's as if the nicotine comes and just throws a blanket over the green monster, the anxiety. That's all it does. So it feels like it's helping with anxiety, but what it's really doing is just numbing over it with a dopamine hit, right? With a drug. And then when the anxiety, when I'm sorry, when the vaping rears off when the nicotine's gone and the dopamine is gone, then the anxiety comes back. So vaping doesn't actually help with anxiety. It only genuinely helps with the drug-induced physical anxiety from drug addiction. And then it also just covers up any other anxiety as like collateral damage. But it's not actually helping with it. Remember, it's just numbing it. So when you have a belief that's unquestioned like that, vaping helps with anxiety, all you have to do is question the belief, prove it wrong, choose to believe the opposite, which is true, and then you don't vape anymore. Well, it's not that simple, right? Because there's probably 10 to 15 beliefs you have that are keeping you vaping, but that's one. What you're doing when you're getting those beliefs is you're just eliminating one domino at a time. Eventually, you eliminate all the dominoes and then you don't vape anymore. It's that easy. All right. So let's do another one. 
Um, this is a great one in my coaching and a, a lot of life coaching. You're not really allowed to say, I don't know, because that actually is an optional thought. It's not a fact. People think I don't know as a fact, but it isn't right. So for example, let's say that you're building a website for the first time ever. And you say, I don't know how to do that. Remember, if you say, I don't know, it creates confusion and overwhelm, something like that. And from those emotions, we don't take any action. So we prove that we don't know from taking no action. Remember, the model is always working. Even if you use it or you don't use it, it's always working. So your thought, I don't know, creates a feeling of confusion. Confusion leads to no action. Your result is you still don't know how to do something. So optional thought, I don't know. So what could we replace that with? Well, we could say I could learn how to figure it out. I could try this. Maybe I do know, right? See how those are all a little bit different, but they're going to lead to different emotions and different actions, right? Imagine if you're putting a website together and you weren't allowed to say, I don't know. What are you left with? I guess I'll have to figure it out, right? The circumstances website, the thought is I'm going to figure it out. Your feeling is motivated or at least driven or like curious even. And then from those emotions, you take some form of action and you learn from it. And that's how it works. That's why I don't know. It's just a thought. It's just a thought that's optional. So what if you just took that thought next time you had it in your brain? It's going to pop up for you, by the way, because it's just totally going to pop up. It pops up and I'm, I tell my clients I'm not, they're not allowed to use it and it still pops up for me. So what happens when it pops up? Again, remember, it's just a drive-by thought. I just choose not to believe it and give it any attention. It comes up for me. It's always going to come up because I don't have control over every single thought that pops in my mind. I just choose not to believe it. And in doing that, it just becomes a thought that I don't have to pay attention to. And then my results change. All right, let's pick another one from an example in my life. So when I was first learning to do this work, I was literally asking anyone and everyone in my life to coach with because I was that person, you know, I was like the market level, the multi-level marketer who's like, hey, have you tried Verve? Come try one. The first one's free. The second one's on me. The third one's on you, right? Like that marketer. So I was getting everyone in my life. I wasn't charging them, obviously. Uh, to do it. But I'm like, Hey, come coach with me. I'm going to help you. You need help. Like you have this problem. Let me coach you. By the way, don't ever do that. Please to your friends and family. I don't care what business you're starting. Let them come to you. Please let them show interest. Because if you don't, you're literally just like devaluing what you're doing and you're just making kind of a fool of yourself. Like do not, I personally don't believe in like pushing everything to friends and family, even though I've done a lot of that. And that's why I don't believe in it <laughs> because it just pushed people away and ruined my relationships with them. They're good now, but for a while, everyone was very irritated with me. So anyways, when I was first starting coaching, uh, I was helping my friend. I won't use any names, but uh, we were talking about like, what could you do with your life, right? And it's kind of a silly example, but it was a real, a real belief that did come up for her. So we should use it in this podcast. So she said, I always wanted to do something with like astronaut or space or whatever, but I'm just not smart enough. And to her, that belief was like she was just telling me a fact of life, right? I'm just not smart enough for that. And from a life coach perspective, I did coach on it, by the way. It pissed her off because she wasn't ready for coaching. Also, if you're a life coach, only coach when you have permission and when in this appropriate setting. <laughs> Are you going to piss a lot of people off? It's just a thought, right? From my perspective, I'm not smart enough. But because she had that thought and she thought it was a fact and she didn't question it, it became her reality, right? Remember. I have a thought I'm not smart enough. It doesn't matter where that thought came from or who told you to believe it. You believe it. So that's all that matters is if you believe it, it'll create results. She believed the thought I'm not smart enough. She felt very discouraged, took no action and proved that she was never going to be in that field. So just another thought that we have, and I know all of us at some point have had that thought, right? I'm not smart enough or some variation. I'm not good enough. 
they can, but I can't. I'm not worthy. Ooh, that's a tricky one. That's one that likes to hide, by the way. It likes to hide behind other thoughts. Like the very root of most of our um, most of our suffering is the thought that I'm not worthy, which is so optional, but we don't know that because we don't have the coaching tools. So that's why we're doing this podcast, right? It's so optional. So I'm not smart enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not talented enough. I'm too old. That's a great thought that people just tell me like it's a fact. I'm too old to do that. No, it's optional. Stop doing that, right? You're punching yourself in the face. Stop punching yourself in the face in front of me. Let me do it. Just kidding. Or am I? (laughs) Sorry, guys. I took a nap earlier today and it was too long of a nap. And now I'm going to be up and I'm feeling super energetic. All right. It's like one of, it's like a guilty energy, by the way. It's like, I shouldn't have done that energy. And now I'm like, uh. Okay. Another belief that gets people is you need a degree for that. That's a, that's an insidious belief. Also, two things before I continue. One, I did not say license because there are some things you need a license for and you cannot do thought work out of that. Like you need a license. And then two, I'm not ever discrediting college, but a lot of people have very limiting beliefs that they need to go to college before they can take action. And that's not true. Like that was me, by the way. So this is why I'm using this example. I got a four year degree in psych before I gave myself permission to help people with their, their mental health. And again, I'm not diagnosing. I'm not doing anything you need a license for. That's different. I'm not breaking the law. What I'm doing is I was limiting myself from helping anybody because I thought I needed a piece of paper to justify that I could help people. So don't do that, right? Like you can start a business without having a business degree. You can help people without having a psychology degree. Like you can mess with some tools in your garage and create a product before having an engineering degree. You are allowed to do things before you have a degree. So please, I'm not, again, not talking bad about college, not saying that you should never go to college or anything, but I think that a lot of people use not having a formal education degree against them. And you know what? Not everybody is in the position to spend 40 grand on a degree. Like it's expensive. I spent 40 freaking thousand dollars on my site degree and I had to have two and a half years of online schooling where I had the time and the internet connection, everything like for what? Because I thought I needed it in order to help people. I'm happy I have it now because it's a piece of paper and I'm in a field where people do criticize you if you're not like properly educated and everything, understandably, because you're helping people with their mental health. But don't let that become a limiting thought. Again, you can choose what you want to believe and there are plenty of people, uh-uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh-uh, Steve Jobs, who did just fine without a degree, okay? So don't use it against yourself and don't allow your mind to throw that belief in your head and believe it if it's going to hurt you, right? That's what I'm saying. Here's another one I love. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's just a belief that people kind of latch onto. Well, I could do that, but it doesn't matter. And it's like, whoa, don't believe that. That's option. Did you know believing that was optional? What if everything you do matters? What if because your beliefs are optional, you can just choose that everything you believe matters? And then because you believe they matter, guess what? They end up mattering, right? You'll find evidence for anything you believe. So I just want you to be like really careful with what you're believing. Make sure that you don't find yourself saying things out loud or in your mind that you believe that are hurting you because your beliefs always become your results. And we often say things that become our results. Like if you look in yourself in the mirror every day and you say you're fat and you're fat and you're body odor. I don't know if you guys have seen School of Rock, but that's a classic line. Um, if you look in the mirror and say that to yourself, un, you know, unconsciously or just like silently in the mirror every day, it's going to become your reality. And I mean, you're not going to become fat and ugly. You're going to see yourself that way. 
right? Your mind's going to find evidence to prove it. You're going to go on dates and you're going to feel that in your body that you're fat and ugly. And then you're going to create a situation where you're not having a sustainable relationship because you believe nasty things about yourself. And because people buy your energy, they don't buy your looks. They buy your energy. Isn't that amazing? Did you guys know, I learned this in my life coaching certification, that attraction is not just objective. Like attraction comes from your thinking. And that might be really obvious to some people, but it wasn't to me. Like I'd always just assume people were either attractive or they weren't. And it's like, wait a minute, that is just a thought. That is a belief. Holy crap. It's so fun in this work because once you like start getting really good at it and you start becoming aware, you can just catch it and you're like, holy crap, wait, that was the thought. Oh my God, that's optional. So cool. I can change my result right now. I can change how I feel in this moment right now just because I know that that was a thought. Whoa, how powerful. And you know that attraction is optional. It's a thought because have you ever talked to someone that you thought was really attractive from a distance? You're like, oh, they're objectively attractive. I don't care who you are. That guy's good looking. And then you walk up and they say something and they're instantly not attractive anymore. Why? Is it because attraction is objective? No, it's because attraction comes from what you think about people. It's not objective at all. It's a thought. It's an option. It's a choice. That also means on the flip side that you can choose to be attracted to someone. Ooh, pretty cool, right? That's how a lot of people, you'll hear stories where someone's like, well, I wasn't really into that person, but then they grew on me and they gave, they became really attractive over time. Why? Because attraction isn't coming from a circumstance. It's not a circumstance or a fact. It is a thought. Once you develop an emotional relationship with someone, it's really easy to have nice thoughts about them. And then they're really attractive. So cool. But you know what's so funny is I really didn't realize that that was an optional thought about attraction until I started really doing this work. And as you do this work, right, you start questioning all your beliefs. You're like, holy crap, that was a belief. That is optional. And I I mean, like, really, when you have these aha moments, that is what a breakthrough is, right? A breakthrough in coaching or in life is just a a shift in perspective, a shift in perception. I knew I was going to have trouble saying that. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. I wanted to say perception, perspection. I don't know what I was going to say. But a breakthrough is literally just when you have a thought shift. Something that you believe that you no longer believe and then your results change. Well, your results change. Like the outward effect of a breakthrough is that your results change because your inner thoughts have changed. Remember, your thoughts come before your results. People want to do it the other way around, but that's why it's so important to get your beliefs right because your beliefs will create your results and your results fortify the belief. It's pretty amazing, right? It's a positive feedback loop. Remember, in psychology or in anything, a positive feedback loop is when you're like holding the microphone too close to the speaker and it's like getting really loud and it's bouncing off each other. Well, the same thing happens when your beliefs. That's why it's so important to be able to choose your beliefs deliberately because whatever you choose as a belief, it's going to create a lot of evidence for it. It's going to make that feedback loop and it's going to fortify your belief. So when you're living your life based on a whole bunch of unconscious beliefs, you're strengthening those unconscious beliefs every day and they could be creating a lot of negative results in your life that you don't want. That's why when you vape for 30 years, it's so hard to quit because you have so many really, really fortified beliefs from believing it's good and then using it and then feeling that belief and you're just making it stronger over time. That's why life coaching is so important, by the way, because it's very difficult for us to figure out our own beliefs, even as life coaches. Like I'm telling you, I know I'm like self-coach and self-coach and that's good, but you can do that to a point. But sometimes you're just going to spend five minutes with a life coach or someone who does this work, but most likely some kind of a coach. And they're like, do you know that's belief? And you're like, holy freaking shit balls. I'm a life coach for five years and I didn't even know that was a belief. You're like, yep, there you go. Because it's very, very hard for us, our brain to watch itself all the time. Like it's called metacognition. 
sometimes it's really helpful and it saves you so much time. Like could it even be a lifetime of creating a result you don't want to spend an hour with a coach so they can just tell you a bunch of beliefs that you have that are creating results you don't want. It's like totally a fast forward button on life that's going to save you so much. It's like a level up button when you talk to a coach. So, so, so powerful. All right, guys, that's pretty much all I have for you today. I'm sorry I'm like so manicky. I don't know what. It's just that nap I took. The last couple of days, I know I record this podcast about a month early, so it'll, it'll probably be about February when this one comes out. But the last couple of days for me was New Year's and I had family over and we just hung out. We ate a lot of sweets and I'm just feeling a little bit, a little bit off today and the nap didn't help. So thank you guys for holding on with me. Um, remember, really, anything in your life that you don't want or you do want is a result created by just a thought. It's just the thought, baby. You know when they say the name of the movie in the movie? I just did that with the podcast. It's just a thought. All right, you guys have a fantastic week. Thank you for holding on today and question everything. I like saying that. Bye. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it, I want to invite you to a one-on-one consult with me. We can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income. Coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.